Are you downsizing? Maybe need more room because of additions to the family, or possibly seeking that dream home you've always wanted. Well, Tim Eisner at Royal LePage Atlantic is the guy for you. With a proven track record and multiple awards, Tim goes above and beyond to find out your needs and exactly what you're looking for. So if you're seeking a new home or trying to sell your current one, contact Tim at 902-499-5717 or check him out on Facebook at Tim Eisner. Again, that's 902-499-5717. Trust me, when all is said and done, we'll be saying Tim Eisner strikes again. What is going on? Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. Welcome to episode 91 of Outside the Shoot. I'm your host, Randy Frame. This week's OTC Player of the Week comes to us from New York as Kira Myers takes home the weekly honors. Kira was a force on the mound as she reeled off 35 strikeouts in two games, one of those games resulting in an 18K no-hit performance while playing for Tappan Z High. Kira was also 5-for-6 at the plate with 4 runs scored and 6 RBIs. Awesome job, Kira. Best of luck the rest of the season. On to this week's guest and we sat down and chatted with 4-time ISC world champion and former Canadian men's national team member Ian Fairman. Opie had an absolute excellent career in the game. To go along with those 4 ISC rings, he has also won an ISF world title and Pan Am gold in 2015, 2 Canadian senior men's national titles, has been a 6-time ISC all-world selection as well as a 2-time all-Canadian. We're going to talk to Opie about getting a start in the game, that epic run at the ISCs with Jarvis, his time on the national team, and some hilarious stories from his time in the game. Opie was such a treat to chat with, and it's very easy to see why he was so respected and loved by opponents and teammates. This was a fun one for Hopi and I, and I'm sure you'll see why after listening to this great episode. With that being said, grab that drink, sit back, relax, because here we go. I got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. I can't describe what I'm feeling, ain't never felt this freedom. I got the world in my palm. Welcome back. Well, thanks for having me. Hey, it's been over a month. I know it's well, your mother-in-law didn't want me in the house anymore after she caught me <laughs> peeking in the bathroom. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> you weren't that. expecting no, that, no, were no. you? <laughs> That's a blue man. Come on. Uh, shit. But uh, no, it's been a, over a month. Yeah. I, I think I only missed one really, but yeah, I, you I missed, was sick. You missed the one with, uh, yeah. with Don Tricker, which yeah, was and I wish fantastic. I been, yeah, yeah, it was, was awesome. I listened to it. It was fantastic. Oh, yeah. So, oh, such a coach. Really good. Really good. And uh yeah, because you had hockey going on, didn't you? Yeah. The end of the year? Yeah. How'd yeah. That, how'd that go? Oh, good. We're done. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. It's been a weird year for hockey. Just, um, I've learned to understand that it's it's different coaching now kids mm. than it was in the past. I think I mentioned it before, but yeah. you can't, I love the kids and that's why I coach and like, I don't have any kids involved and parents will not allow you to hold kids accountable for anything. 
So I just, it's going to be difficult for, for me to watch those kids as they get older and, you know, move to higher levels of hockey if they get the opportunity mm-hmm. and then have a coach that's actually going to be hard on them. Yeah. I just don't know what it's going to look like for them or getting a job or right. doing well in school or any of the above, because if you can't be held accountable as a 13 year old, yeah. because you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing because your parents sent an email because, you know, I hurt Tommy's feelings. I know. <laughs> anyway, it's, <sighs> It's very unfortunate. And I've coached for 22 years. Yep. This is my last year. I'm done. Oh, yeah. Because of this. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, time to move on. Yeah. I'm going to start skateboarding or something. (laughs) (laughs) You know, one eye, real good knee. Yeah, one eye. (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, let's. Let's talk about the the camps we have set up. Yeah, man. So a little, a funny little story about the camp. So we currently have an eight week scheduled camp coming up for uh, kids age nine to 14. Yep. And we have 40 kids signed up. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so excited because I had a memory pop up on my Facebook from 2018 and we had 15 kids signed up for the skill session that we had for that, those eight weeks, mm-hmm. 15. And so we've gone to 40. I know that's not a a large stretch, but it's, it's definitely positive for, for minor ball in these dance. Yeah. The funny thing is the picture that popped up, I'm standing with Scope and Darcy Gillis and a, a bunch of them are all standing there working staying with the kids, all the young guys that are now playing U16, U18, and even some, uh, of the Canada game stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to see that, except I have a pair of sneakers on a pair of shorts, a t-shirt and a hat that I still wear the same goddamn pair of sneakers every day to the gym, <laughs> still wear the same shorts and that t-shirt still hanging in my closet. I need a new wardrobe. Yeah, it's about time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. No, but we're very excited about having all the kids out. Um, we'll get lots of help from our from our yep. organization, of course, with these guys. We're going to run them through eight weeks of progression. We'll start off with, you know, basics. Some of them are already there. Mm-hmm. And then we'll work, uh, you know, for those eight weeks. And by the end of it, hopefully they'll be ready to roll into the ball season. Absolutely. Yeah. You said there's 16 to 17 females. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. It is. So, uh, cause in 2018, never had one. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's fantastic too for the sport. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd love to have 300 kids. Yeah. Yeah. But at least we're, we're, oh, we're building. trending that's in the, the right direction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, other than that, we have uh maritime lake. Yeah. So we have another meeting this Sunday coming, uh, which is April something. Um, Third, third, I believe, yep. uh, just to discuss the five team maritime league that we're look we're proposing. It's so Canada Games New Brunswick, uh, senior team from New Brunswick, Charlottetown, Canada Games Nova Scotia, and then of course the Mastodons. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we're looking forward to that. I really hope that. I mean, by the sounds of things, because I've been back and forth with a lot of people, it's going to take off. Yep, it'll be a tournament, a tournament, <laughs> a tournament format style. So each team will host a tournament. You play your games. Yep. There's some prize money involved just for incentive wise. So people want to play on Sunday instead of just showing up not to play. Yep. And uh, yeah, we'll go from there and hopefully that we can grow that this year and then move it into something bigger next year and get mm-hmm. the men's game going a little bit better. And exactly. uh, really hoping on Charlottetown to, to pull through and get some more guys, you know, know. convert them for baseball back over and stuff. So, yeah, it'd be nice, man. Yeah, I'd, I'm excited about it. Yeah. I'm excited about traveling. Yeah, really? <laughs> go to the Island Man. Well, actually, our first tournament in PEI is Canada Day weekend. Yeah, I know. That's sick. I can't go. Oh, I know. Why? My daughter's birthday weekend. She'll have a birthday next year. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, man, yeah. that's too bad. Cause that's Nickelback's a, playing that's the one and weekend. Iron Maiden and Metallica and it's all free and it's free liquor. I know. There's a prostitute yeah, convention. Come on, come on. <laughs> there's a Hooters convention. I know there's one tournament I won't miss and, and that's a uh, tie fest. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh. I'm looking forward to that. Again. Mind you. <laughs> again, if uh, any teams out there want to. Enter in the Tidefest tournament, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. Good teams, prize money up for up for grabs, and uh, it's a Jan- Ju- not January, July fifteenth. No, definitely not January, July fifteenth. July fifteenth, something like that. It's the seventeenth, 
Yeah. If there, if we get enough teams, we might be able to start on that Thursday night. But uh, we probably will if we have to. Just yeah. local guys. Yeah. Um, the good thing about the Thai Fest tournament too is we're selling it as a package. So yeah. Play ball. Yeah. Get to go to all the all the functions Friday evening. The Hall of Fame induction if you wanted to attend. Saturday is just bands after bands after bands, and it's a ton of friggin' yeah. fun. So, so what we're we'll do? I mean, the last game will probably end around supper time on that Saturday. Yeah. So you know, if team if there's teams at hotels and whatnot, they can they can go back and get ready. And yep. uh, trust me, <laughs> it's such a good time. It's unreal, like yeah, man, friggin' COVID. Like yeah. I was so looking forward to yeah. to 2020 and. I think I saw, Everybody when I saw those. Kendall there, Kendall is the president of uh, East Chance uh, Sport Hall of Fame. Mm. And when I talked to him a few years back, I said, this is, to me, Tidefest is, it's better than Christmas to yes. me. Yes. Because you see so many of the people you haven't seen in such a long time. And it's such a great atmosphere. Yeah. The yeah. cold stream is just flowing like crazy. <laughs> too. Cold stream clear. Cold stream clear. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'll do our guest. Uh, yeah. We got, we got Opie, Opie. Ian Fairman. Yes, sir. On today. Uh, not again, a bad ball player? No, guess not. No, yeah. Illustrious career, uh, Team Canada, Jarvis Merchants, Jarvis Travelers. Uh, they had so many names. Yeah. Uh, of course, he played with the Noofs and won back-to-back titles in yeah. 2012, 2013. I'm going to bring that up for sure. Yeah, so, absolutely. You, he had to leave Ontario to to get the. Yeah, that's uh, kind of nah. weird. Uh, nah, that's because Jarvis. He was he was committed to Jarvis, man. That's that's yeah, yeah. good. No, for sure. That's good, yeah. and uh, you know. He's got a lot of funny stories because, again, like we'll I told about you, a haircut maybe. <laughs> we might talk about a haircut at Pan Am Games. And hey, Mace, couple, Mace, remember you told us that story? Yeah, that's awesome. A couple other, couple other stories that uh, that I heard him telling with the Hilly and Lolly on on dust up and man, they're you it's awesome. Lolly. So uh, you said Lolly, I know, I, I know. I usually it's you, but uh, it's been a month. <laughs> I know it's been a month. <laughs> He's probably wondering where the hell you're at. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. let's uh, let's get to Opie. Sounds good. All right, here we go. Opie, thanks for coming on the podcast, pal. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. How are you, Christy, and the boys making out? We're doing good. Yeah, we're doing good. Uh, finally, uh, hopefully getting through this pandemic stuff and kind of getting back to normal. And uh, yeah, life is, life is good right now. Yeah, I mean, geez. We've been what two years? Two years in the making. Yeah, just yeah, just past two years. This oh, March, been a couple of years. Yeah, 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 it's been a been a long couple of years. I guess it has. Jesus, I heard some bullshit today though. China is locked down again now. Oh, lovely. <laughs> yeah, lovely. Yeah. We got to get the nationals there. We got to get the nationals in. Get us to Newfoundland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, the boys they into into any sports are they? Yeah, they play. Uh, they do hockey in the hockey in the winter, and nice. then uh, summer sports or soccer. So I'm a I'm a soccer dad in the summer. So <laughs> soccer dad coach role. <laughs> no, 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 no coaching. No, no, I don't know the first thing about the game. That's a a lawn chair, uh, maybe a cocktail and a bag of seeds. Yeah, and that's, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Is is the boy kicking the ball yet? Oh yeah, oh yeah, they're, uh, yeah, yeah, they're they're out there kicking it. Right on, right on. Hey, I have a question. Why soccer? Is there no ball in your area? There, there is ball in our area. I, I had the uh, the oldest one when he was yep. uh, just getting into it four or five years old. He uh, he played a couple years of ball. Um, wasn't really his thing. Didn't like it, so sure. he, he went and played soccer. And 
he, he ran with soccer and then the youngest one, he's kind of, he, he's all over the place. He, he wants to play ball one year and he played, a, they played ball the one year and then he wanted to try soccer and yeah, yeah. he wants to do lacrosse. He's just, he doesn't know what he wants to do. So <laughs> he's kind of all over the place. So yeah. we just kind of go with whatever, you know, whatever flavor the flavor oh, for, sure, yeah. for him. So, as long as they're doing something, yeah. that's yeah. the big thing. Not exactly. Yeah, yeah. As long as they're outside doing something, that's right. Yeah. How'd the, how'd the hockey season go? It was good. Yeah, it was good. Just uh, just wrapped up last weekend, so they uh, they had their league finals, and uh, yeah, they had, they had a good year. They they both did well. So and like it, same thing. Just you know, just glad that it's back to normal. You know, sort of yeah. sort of speak. So yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. I mean, as long as uh, we don't get that China variant you're talking about. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, it was on CBC this morning. <laughs> right. Not, not right. Facebook. Yeah. Oh shit. Anyway, Obi, we got. Uh, I mean. You've obviously listened to the podcast a few times. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. Well, I'm guessing. You have to say yes anyway. Yeah, no, you, get, you have to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. No, love, love listening to your podcast, Hilly and Lollies. I listen to Dino's. Yeah, that's, that's great that you yeah, guys sure. got that thing going. So. Hey, he mentioned Hilly and Lolly before you did. He said Lolly, I know. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. we have a th- quick pitches. I'm going to throw some questions to you. and uh, yeah, I mean, they're random. They're all off, off, yep. off the yep. board here. And uh, answer them as best you can. Absolutely. All right. First one. If you had to live off one meal for a week, what is it? Uh, steak and shrimp. Oh, oh Jesus. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Good shrimp from yeah, Ontario. Living the high life. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The shrimp from Ontario, from the uh, Lake Ontario. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, pitcher that gave you the most trouble in your career? Oh, Adam Falkart. Um, who else would have gave me a lot of trouble? There's there's so many. I can't. It's hard to fix. But uh, Jason Todd Hill? Martin, um, Jason Hill. You can't say. Jason. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jason Hill for sure. Yeah. World class. World uh, class. World class. He, he loves to tell the story about how he got me out the last out in Frankenmuth back in 2008. I don't know what it was, but man, he he doesn't uh, he doesn't let me get by without telling me that story every time I see him. So. Oh, Frank, that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> You could go back and play one game over again. Which one is it? Uh, probably t- 2014 uh, ISC finals in, in Kitchener. I, I think we we had that one. Uh, we, we played a really good game, and we ended up getting uh, getting nipped at the in the seventh by the uh, by the Chiefs there. But oh, right. I think yeah. uh, if I could go back and play that one over again, uh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, who's winning this year's Stanley Cup? Uh, I'd like to say the Penguins because I'm a Penguins oh, fan. Oh, but, nice. Uh, You're yeah, the best podcast yeah. guest we've ever had. <laughs> well, just glad you didn't say the Leafs. That's all I cared about. I, I, don't, I don't know if they uh, they they wouldn't, I would, you know, if I had to put a million dollars on something, they wouldn't be my pick. So I, I don't know. It's hard to bet against the uh, the Lightning. Uh, I'll, I, I would take the Lightning right now. Yeah. Well, if the Penguins can play like they did against Detroit on uh, Sunday. Oh, my God. Yeah. 11 goals. <laughs> 11 goals. A lot, awesome. of, a lot of teams probably say that when they play Detroit. <laughs> True yeah. enough. Yeah. True enough. I actually have I have Calgary and Florida in the finals. Do you? That's, yeah. That's yeah. my pick. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty with, good. With Calgary yeah. winning the cup. Seriously. Yep. Wow. That's, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had mean, Colorado, Florida, but. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, yeah. we'll see. We, we can look back on this. I don't have Montreal. Those were <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a Habs fan. I mean, come on. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. I made the cup final last year. Or did it count? No. No. <laughs> uh, Go to drink of choice. 
Uh, just a straight up Bud Light. I can <laughs> I can drink more than one usually, so I'll, I'll take Bud Light. Right yeah. on. Um, most underrated player you ever played with? Oh, I don't know if he's underrated because he's such a good player, but Brandon Horn probably would be uh, would be my pick. Yeah, yeah, good pick yep. there. You know, I yeah. actually think that Sandy would be too. Like Sandy, I mean, yes, yeah. He's another one. He doesn't, uh, you know, when you talk about some of the best catchers, like all, all, obviously if you talk to anybody that's played with him before, he'd get mentioned, but oh, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. a lot of, you, you talk to, you know, a lot of people and Sean O'Brien and Patrick Shannon, but you know, mm-hmm. Dandy's, Sandy's right up there. Right? And uh, you can tell by all the championships and accolades that he has. <laughs> yeah. yeah all those play. rings. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Son of a bitch won't come on the podcast though. Oh, we've been trying so hard. <laughs> you think, you think we'd have you, some pull. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It keeps ducking yeah. us. Yeah. Hey Sandy, you want to come on? And then his phone just goes, we go ghosted for a while. <laughs> Sandy, you think about playing ball? Yeah, maybe. Sandy, you want to come to the podcast? Ghosted for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, two more here. Uh, Funniest thing you've ever witnessed while playing? <laughs> oh boy, I don't. I'm sure there's a few. One. Yeah, funniest thing I ever witnessed while playing. Oh boy. Um, I wouldn't. Uh, probably something Jeff Ellsworth did. No one, you know, uh, coming out with the, the oversized helmet on, or uh, you know, the the big the big gloves or something like that. Oh you know? yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Probably something along those lines. Okay, right on. Uh, last one. <laughs> At what point are you running for mayor of Townsend? <laughs> when, the, when the current mayor goes down, I guess. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm pretty busy, so I don't know if that, that would fit into my uh, fit into my work schedule. But, there you go. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, yeah, I I had to save that one for last. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, as with every guest, uh, tell us about getting your start in the game in Townsend back in the day. Yeah, um, probably, I don't know, maybe five years old or so. And uh, Townsend back then was a fairly new community and there was lots and lots of kids around. So we had, uh, yeah, we had enough to, to start our own team here in Townsend. And um, yeah, just our, my next door neighbor, he was the he was the coach and put a team together in Little Townsend and we'd go and we'd play some of the, uh, you know, Richmond Hills and some of the bigger teams and stuff. And nobody knew where Townsend was and... <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'd go and we'd go and kick some ass when we were younger. We had we had some pretty good athletes and some pretty good ball players around here. So yeah, that was uh, that was kind of the start here in Townsend. Right. Was it was it the typical you know back in the day scenario where every t- community had a team? Yeah, it was. Yeah, we used to. Yeah, there's so many small towns around here now that uh, that don't have teams that did when we were growing up. Like yeah, we did. We didn't have to go very far to uh, to get a game in. That's for sure. Yeah. So love for the game right away. Oh yeah, yeah. My dad played, and uh, I, you know, followed him around, and uh, you know, probably bugged the shit out of all the guys that he, <laughs> you know, looking for a game of catch, and so, you know, I was the kid that was running after all the home runs, and you know, I, I was that guy. So yeah, I, I cool. loved it. Yeah. So what was your what caliber was your dad playing? He played. Uh, he played like the men's league around here, which was uh, was the Erie League. Um, uh, it was a really good league back in the day, and and. You know they they go to their tournaments, their away tournaments and stuff, and and uh, yeah, they had they had a pretty good team back back then. Yeah, that's the best thing about back in the day. I mean, all the men's league had like you know five divisions with uh, yeah. ten teams in each one. And, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I yeah, miss those it, days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not uh, not like that. We still have a league. We still have a men's league here, which which is good. Uh, I think we have uh, maybe six or eight teams in it now, so we still got it going, which is a good thing. And, that's great. Yeah. 
yeah, there's a, a lot of places that can't say that. So we're we're still not too bad around here. Yeah. Are you still playing? No, God, no, no, oh. no, no. I quit in oh, yeah. quit in 2015 and made my you know, my my yeah, we're, cup. We're gonna talk about that. <laughs> we're gonna talk about that. I was gonna say, yeah. what, what are you taking another three years off to come back and win another All no, World? No, but, there'll, uh, be no, there'll be no comebacks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, any uh, any big memories stick out to you during your time playing minor ball? Uh, yeah, we had you know we won a couple uh, a couple ORSA championships. Uh, uh, you know, the fire truck rides after and, uh, oh, you know, the, you know, getting the, having the big year end party and getting your jacket that has a big ORSA championship, you know, uh, the thing on it. So yeah, there's some, there were some real good memories back then. Yeah. Cool. Did you get to, uh, did you go to any midget junior nationals? Um, midget midget. Yeah. We went to a couple midgets. Um, didn't win. I don't think we won any in midget. Uh, we didn't win till junior, but yeah, I remember going out to, uh, uh, Newfoundland. We had one out there. Um, and then a couple in Ontario that we went to. So, yeah. Do you remember that? Like, I mean, I can remember that first national I went to in midget and I mean, you know, you're so used to playing everything around home and, right. and then you get to that national championship. You're like, Holy shit. There's a lot of yeah. freaking good teams across the across yeah. the country. Uh, you, yeah. think, you think you're good in, in your little province, but then you get there and it's, it's definitely a wake up call. Yeah. Can you remember yeah. anything like that? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, we, uh, coming from Ontario, it was, uh, I think for our eliminations to go to the Canadians, I think we had thir- 38 or 42 teams. <laughs> So yeah, it was you know that was it was kind of the hotbed back then in Ontario, right? So we had to we had to, just to, just to go to the Canadians or the the Nationals at that time was a huge thing, right? But yeah, yeah like once once you get there and you, you know you think you're you know you're invincible at that point, right? Because you just went yeah. through forty teams and then yeah, you see some of these teams from you know out east and you know um, uh, we ran into Brian Urquhart the one year. Um, I think we ended up. We, we didn't end up winning nationals there uh, in midget because I think we beat them East Haunts in the finals. And, but yeah, he was, you know, he was a great pitcher back then. He still, well, he was all the way through, but like the first time you see him, you're just like, Oh boy, we don't, uh, we didn't have too many of them in Ontario. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Jesus. What, what was that? I, that was my, my first nationals was 96 in Prince Albert and Ur- it was me and Erky were the really one, that two. Was, yeah. Uh, when we beat East Haunts in the finals, I think we were in Napanee. So that would have been 98. It might have been ninety eight, yeah. Yeah, because we had canned the games in ninety seven, so I don't yeah. we, de- we didn't go to nationals that year. I was married yeah. and had a three year old at that time at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we said I, I was talking to Hilly and Lolly about that when they start rhyming off uh rhyming off numbers and stuff. Like, yeah. man, you guys got way better memory than I do. I don't uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's all pretty foggy sometimes, uh, but yeah. Unlike uh Marty. Yeah, Charlie Martin. He's Marty. like, oh, oh Jesus! It was a three-two count. The sun was in my eyes. <laughs> it was windy that day. The barometric pressure was three point six. <laughs> Marty and Dino and uh, and Abby and those guys. And oh these yeah, crazy. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So different. How, how did the jump to uh, senior take place for you? Um, it was pretty easy because uh, at that time we were uh, we won back-to-back juniors in my last couple of years. So that team pretty much just transitioned right into uh, into senior ball. Um, so we were the Jarvis Merchants uh, when we came into senior. Uh, that was 2004, I believe it was. That was my first year of uh, of uh, senior. So um, we had a league to play in here. We just tra- uh, went right into the senior league here and uh, played at the Nationals in St. Croix that year and did okay. I think maybe we ended up maybe 
fifth or so in that tournament, but had a pretty decent tournament. So yeah, that was uh, that was my transition into seniors. Pretty pretty nice. seamless. Yeah, I was going to ask yeah. about that. Uh, I mean, good good place to come for your first nationals. Wow. I mean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No, I, I I have lots of memories about that. We were staying in some cabins uh, just up the road there, and we had a a, a bat. That was in our wall there for the first couple of days, and it, it took us a few days to get this, find this bat, and get it out of our cabins. So there was a couple of sleepless nights the first couple of days, but I also remember, I remember playing in the snow there. Yeah, it was a, it was a memorable. <laughs> I, th- I think the Halifax Keys put those bats in the walls for. for <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! I mean, that's that was the tournament you guys had. Uh, Ob. Ob and Ob. Ob and Ob. Ob one. Ob two. Elks. Yeah, yep, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There were some there were some yeah, there were some good real good ball teams back then, that's oh, for sure. I guess there were and, and a lot of them. Um mm-hmm. let's talk about the evolution, you know, of the Jarvis team. I mean, you, you guys went from being mostly local guys, didn't you, to becoming like an ISE dynasty. Like yeah. Tell us about yeah. that. Yeah, we had uh we, we went the first few years, um, like like you said, just pretty much local guys. Um we did bring in some um Paul Court. We brought him in, and uh, Brian Urquhart came in uh, to help us with some pitching. But uh, yeah, mainly mainly just local guys, and we did fairly well. And um, we held our own there for the first couple of years. Um, and then yeah, after that, uh, uh, myself and, and a few of the guys kind of uh, left when I did 2006. I went to really, and um, we kind of uh, went our different ways there for a couple of years. And then yeah, everything kind of you know. 360 and right back into Jarvis and then that's when the uh the the travelers and Jarvis uh got together and put together a, a pretty uh, decent team and had a pretty good run there yeah <laughs> okay Ron I mean, <laughs> yeah, you guys were okay actually yeah uh, well before we get actually before I want to I will get into the you know that team there specifically uh, your first ISCs like you said that was 2005 mm-hmm. that was with Aurelia uh nope that was with jarvis that was with yeah. jarvis okay yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. what yep. uh what do you remember about that first iscs because i mean you know you talk about eye openers with a with a national championship iscs is just it's on a whole different level yeah yeah i remember our first game we played against patsies the patsies were uh were a brand new team then at that time and they had they were coming over from modified uh modified ball they had uh, uh sheller robbie sheller was pitching for them um frankie de groat um I uh, can't remember who else, but I just remember the size, like the size guys, Louis, uh, Louis juggler, I think was with them. Like they, they just walked in and I'm, it was just like, Oh boy, this is, uh, that, that was the biggest eye opener right off the bat. Like, Oh boy, what are we in for? But, uh, it, we ended up winning that game and, and, uh, yeah, that was kind of my, uh, you know, welcome to the ISC kind of moment. Plus there's, there was about three or four diamonds going at the time and, you know, mm. thousands thousands of people there so it was uh yeah it was it was definitely special yeah for jesus seeing frank walk in alone i'd be like <laughs> oh man that guy hit yeah, a they- shot off me it's still going i mean a lot of people <laughs> did a lot of people have but yeah, my mom did <laughs> <laughs> but just frank alone is stature holy shit yeah they yeah. uh they were pretty intimidating that's for sure they had some they had some real big boys back then yeah yeah now uh now i was looking you know jarvis kept progressing every single season talk about the uh you know that that relationship that you guys you know how did the whole you guys and it was broken bow wasn't it that came together yeah, so, yeah it was it was us and broken bow so yeah Jar- jarvis was coming up and uh we uh you know i was me and jeff ellsworth were playing with the uh, river sharks in 2000 and 
2008, 2009, that area. Um, and, uh, doc called, doc called us and, and we were going to go play with broken bow and he had, uh, you know, Nick Shales and Brad Rona and Adam Falkart and all those guys at that time. So, you know, obviously a, a real good team. So that was the plan. And then doc called, uh, kind of out of the blue and said, uh, you know, whatever he was having some issues and didn't think he was going to be able to uh to uh run the team that year and i know jarvis was kind of going through the the same deal they didn't know if they were going to be able to uh put a team together and and uh financially run a team that year so i think it was lz that kind of put the the bug in docs here and kind of got him and clark stats um, um who was kind of running the jarvis team at the time kind of got them two talking and you know next thing you know it was kind of all right well you guys take care of this and we'll take Take care of that and we'll bring these guys and you bring these and, and away we go man i gotta ask about the dynamic on that team though i mean because you had top talent from a lot of different countries mm-hmm. i mean what was the i mean you talk to me on a national like on an international level when you guys are competing against each other it's intense but and that, but then all you guys get thrown together as a team what's what's that dynamic like yeah, it was <laughs> it was good. Like obviously, like you said, when they when those uh, when the uh, the New Zealanders and the Aussies and, and them come over, it's uh, they they keep it very professional. They're they're very professional when it comes to that. They don't take the uh, you know the uh, international ball stuff uh, and bring it over here. Um, I know the the Aussies and New Zealanders kind of <laughs> it's. There was a little tension between them, I, you know, you could tell, but, <laughs> but, uh, but no, every, everybody, like you said, they, we keep it professional and, yeah. and, uh, yeah, everybody usually comes together, um, pretty well. And obviously we did, uh, there in Jarvis for a few years, everybody, uh, came together and got along and, and obviously winning helps too, but yeah, oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, I mean, even you guys had Freddie Turkelson, didn't you? We did have Fred yeah. Turkelson. Yeah. Fred Turkelson, Beninoka, um, yeah, Rona, you know, myself, Horn, O'Brien. Yeah, there was there was a lot of different people on that team. Everybody like you said, everybody kind of uh gelled and, and Yeah. Well let's got, uh let's let's talk about that first ISC title in two thousand ten. Because I mean two thousand eight. Two thousand 2008 was my first title 2010 with jarvis is that what you're talking about? yeah 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 i meant yeah. jarvis's first yeah, title sorry yeah oh, yeah you're right sorry man <laughs> he's a research guy wait 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 wait. let's go back to 2008 here <laughs> let's talk about that first one with in 2008 because <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what i i know that that two that that oh, wait you're gone where are you at man where oh no you're still here oh somebody's yeah. <laughs> what's going on uh, yeah, I could hear you. Oh, no. It. No, somebody was trying to call my phone at the same time. And said, uh, okay. Man, I'm going to have a lot of editing on my front seat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, but uh, I know that 2010 was definitely special because it was Jarvis. Let's uh, <laughs> let's go. Let's go to 2008 here. Uh, how special was that? Well, obviously, it's spe- all of them are special. But yeah. 2008, walk us through that one. Yeah, 2008 was crazy. That was uh, um, that was a game against Aspen in the finals, and uh, they were up the whole game, and and Dino was throwing a blinder like yeah. un- under the lights, and oh man, like you couldn't, you were just guessing. Yeah. And and we were, I think it was maybe the fifth inning before anybody really did anything, and um, you know, yeah, a couple home runs, a couple big home runs, kind of got us back in the game, and then um, Ryan Wolf in the seventh to tie it, and Jody Ite to go ahead and. Um, with Frank, Frank Cox went down, Marty threw the first, uh, few innings and 
came out because he, uh, you know, everybody thought that he was done. He was spent. And Frank came in and did a great job. And then Frank went down and Marty came right back in and, and finished <laughs> things up. So it was, yeah, talk about a, there's a lot of different little stories in that game. But, uh, yeah, it was it was a pretty wild finish. And, you know, I remember when uh, Ryan did his home run, I remember jumping up and just smashing my head off the top of the, the I almost knocked myself out, but <laughs> it was pretty, pretty special. Oh, oh, I love stories like that. Not that you, <laughs> not that you almost knock yourself out, but you know, yeah. <laughs> little side pieces like that are great. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, 2010, I mean, we had OB on here and he told us the classic story about Fibsy coming in and, and told him to just let Patty Shannon hit, hit it. And yeah. he ended up just, it struck him out. I mean, talk yeah. about that one. Cause I mean, that's freaking classic. Stuff I know there, from like, you know, your, uh, your commitment, you know, to Jarvis commitment to Jarvis. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows about, I mean, that had to be amazing to win it with them. It was, it was, yeah. Just, uh, like I said, looking around the field um, with Andrew on the mound, Pat Graham at first base and, um, you know, Chad Stats and Greg Cornier and all these guys at uh, Allen Fibs that I came up with, they were all, all right there. And um, never in a million years did we ever think that we'd be, you know, winning an ISC title. Like just to, just to play in the ISC was, uh, was something for us. So to get there and to do it together like that, it was, uh, yeah, it was definitely Brandon Horn is another one. I forgot about him. Like, yeah, it was, it, it, it was crazy. It was, it was very special for sure. Yeah. I mean, cause that was, uh, Robbie and Sean's swan song, wasn't it? I mean, that's when, yeah, yeah they yeah. went on top. I mean, that's, that's yeah, what yeah. a way to go yeah. out. Yeah. My dad was the assistant coach that year. So yeah, it was, there was a lot of little, uh, you know, family dynamics and, and a lot of cool little stories with yeah. the, with that. Yep, absolutely. Now, of course, you guys go on to win three in a row. Any uh, getting good stories? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was uh, yeah, not 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 too many great stories. I know that <laughs> that the last year was. Uh, I don't think anybody really expected us to win because that's when uh, Shales and Fulcart left and Hill United put uh, put together that super team, and I think they only lost one or two games in 2012. So they were expected to kind of, uh, or 2013, I guess that would have been whatever it was. They were expected to kind of run through, and they did run through that tournament. And we ended up winning, I think it was eight, seven, or you know, seven, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, we did. both teams put up just a ton of runs. Like I don't think anybody's seen that one coming, but yeah, mm-hmm. it was uh, quite the game too. Jason Hill hit one to the to the fence right right at the end of the game. To yeah, it was that was pretty. Uh, it was pretty cool. <laughs> no, I mean, did you, obviously at that point you guys you knew Hill United was gonna go on a little run. Mm-hmm. Eh? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, no, I had <laughs> any team that has that many, uh, you know, that many uh, the superstars on it, and, and obviously if you have a healthy Adam Falkart, you're already you know a foot up on mm-hmm. on everybody else playing. So you know they, yeah, it was it was almost like the the Newfoundland. Uh, Newfoundland team when when they were coming up with the Nationals everybody kind of knew you know when when they yeah. won they were they were going to win six or eight in a row and that was kind of what it was with Hill United too right once they once they started winning it, it was going to be tough to beat them yeah, yeah exactly and what a perfect segue man I mean you just segued <laughs> that thing into Newfoundland perfectly and I love it <laughs> let's jump back to senior Nats because I mean you'd win back to back titles 2012 20, 2013 not with Ontario but with the News. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, tell us about that. How fun was it getting to play with those guys? Yeah, no, it was great. I was, uh, that's what I said to, uh, when I left Jarvis, um, 
um, to go play in the ISC. I, I always told Jarvis, I said, as long as you go to the Nationals, I'll, I'll always play with you guys in the Nationals. So um, it, it just worked out. 2012 was when Jarvis didn't send a team. And and I, I talked to Hilly and, and his dad, John, and a few of the other guys, and they asked me to come play with them. So way we went to Stratford, and, uh, or I guess that was 2011, sorry. That was the year before, 2011, we went right. to Stratford with uh, ended up getting beat in uh, in the finals there, but uh, yeah, 2012 in in New Brunswick. That's when uh, Mulally um, <laughs> kind of went off. His, yeah, <laughs> 20 home runs or whatever. He, I don't know what it was. 110 RBIs something, in a tournament. Something incredible. And yeah, it, it was too bad in 2012. The rain came. Like, yeah, we were we were yeah. rolling and dropped by four or five runs, I think. And you know, the rain came and kind of washed that the finals out. And they, you know, obviously they named us the winners. And but it was kind of one of those things where you, we didn't get to win it on the field, right? So 2013 was great that we we got to come back and, and do it on the field. Yeah, actually, I went back and looked at the because uh, you know they have the I forget who there's a website that has the stats dating back to 2011, I believe. Right. Anyway, I, w- I went back and I was like, I know I pitched against Newfoundland with Charlotte because I was with Charlottetown in 2013. And I was like, I know I got my ass handed to me. Let's go back <laughs> and look. And so, Opie, you uh, you went one for one off me with a single and and I pinned you. And so I'm sorry. <laughs> I guarantee it didn't hurt. It didn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I finished the tournament, so thanks. <laughs> so being able to, in 2013, I mean, being able to win it on the field with the boys, I mean, that, that must have been pretty awesome. Yeah, it was. It was. And that was another one of those like uh, when you look back, we had so many, so many stories about walk off home runs and, you know, so many tight games. And that was another one. Uh, Brad Ezekiel in the seventh uh, with a walk off against uh, Paul Court and Scarborough. Uh, yeah, it was that was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Finish that one. How good is Bradley? <laughs> <laughs> I think I've talked about this every time. Like it's, it's amazing watching him, even with like. You know, he does it. He does it in the ISC, and he does it in the Nationals, and then you know we go to with Team Canada, and uh, he's just yeah, it, he just ceases to amaze you. You just sit there, and if he doesn't get a hit, you're kind of like scratching something's wrong with him. Something's wrong with him. This pitcher must be really good. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, that's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, no, he's he's amazing. Now, uh, great again, great segue into Team Canada. 2006 you get word that uh you'd be rep- representing red and white uh how awesome was that feeling yeah no it was it was it was uh, a surprise because uh, uh the story about how i you know kind of got on the national team was you know i was never invited to a to a national team camp i kind of was uh, a special add-on because they were missing a few players and and the camp was in ontario so they kind of you know hey can you come help us out and fill a spot so I went out and filled a spot and had a pretty decent camp and then got invited to the main camp after that. And uh, um, then, yeah, next thing you know, I was in Mexico in 2006 in Hermosillo at the, uh, what we thought was Pan Am qualifier. Uh, we got there well, halfway through the week. They told us it was the actual Pan Am. So what? <laughs> kind of got amped up a little. Yeah. I never yeah, heard this. No, what? this. What is yeah, that story? You go to, uh, yeah, some, some of these international events you go to, you have no idea. Like we, like we were always, we were just told it was going to be a qualifier. And we went down there and, um, and we, we were winning our first couple games and everything was cruising along. And I don't know, it was probably midweek. And they said, well, they, we're not going to have a Pan Ams this year. So this is the actual Pan Am. So, um, so gear up, let's go. We're, we're <laughs> what the fuck? That is weird, yeah. man. Oh, it is. It's crazy. And, and, and like I said, it's sometimes when you go to these places, things are like the ball we were using was almost like, you know, those rubber balls that like a training ball. Oh Yeah. 
yeah, it was, it was, it was just strange, but, uh, yeah, we ended up getting beat, I think by Venezuela in the finals two one or one nothing or something. And, uh, yeah, so we ended up getting a, a silver in that, but just, a really, really cool experience that uh, we did Las Vegas for a couple days before, uh, we went to Mexico and, uh, then a week in Mexico. So yeah, it, it was, uh, it was definitely interesting. Was that, was that Lolly's first tournament too, where he smashed it his was. helmet? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it was. And he was, he wasn't even supposed, like he had never gone to any camps or anything. Somebody like, Oh, Tosh, Tosh couldn't go. Yeah. He couldn't come. It was like a last minute thing. And they were just like, well, you know, uh, I think it was Sean O'Brien or Rob says, you know, Steve Molly's had a really good year. Yeah. Okay. Give him a call. And <laughs> Jesus. Away, on a flight and away he came. And yeah, the, uh, the, the helmet, that was uh that was a great story. Oh. That was <laughs> I laugh every time I hear that one. Yeah. Now speaking of another story I laughed at now, I'm trying to remember what tournament was that you were talking about with Hilly and Lolly on dust up, but, uh, you were making bets with Marty. I think it might've been the Oh nine worlds when you were seeing the ball so well, tell us, that, yeah. tell us that story. Cause it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were just, uh, I, I think we were playing South Africa and you know, I had a couple home runs already and yeah, the things were, things were looking pretty good and he was, uh, he wanted to bet, but he's, he's got a lot more money than I do. So he wanted to make a big bet and I was, I, you know, I couldn't do it. So, but, uh, I wish I would have because yeah, that, that bad, I went up and I hit a home run. <laughs> Uh, came back to the bench and that's why I said, I said, I should have bet you there. How awesome is it to get in grooves like that though? Oh, it was, yeah, they're, they're nice. And that's why I, I was talking to a few guys about, you know, some, sometimes you're, you get into that groove and um, yeah, it's like, it's like you're playing slow pitch and then, you know, on the other flip side, you get, you get into the other groove and yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You know, the ball looks like it's coming a million miles an hour and mm, like it doesn't matter hard you hit it it's at somebody and yeah you yeah. can go the other way pretty quick so it's a it's a strange game that way yeah. except for bradley he doesn't get that except for bradley yeah he has that <laughs> he has no idea what you're talking about when you're talking <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> no uh, uh 2015 obviously go down as a banner year for you you know with the team tell us about that season just how crazy it was because i mean isf pan ams i mean mm-hmm. you ended it after that year didn't you was that yeah, 2015 was uh, 2015. I had a couple of young kids at home, and uh, you know things were getting busy. I, I'm a shift worker, so you know uh, every other weekend I'm, I'm either I was either playing ball or I was working. So I didn't really see my wife a whole lot for you know June, July, and August, and so we had talked uh, previously that that was going to be the the final year. That was going to be it. So um, I wanted one more kick at at the uh, at the ISFs, the Worlds, and it was in. It was in Canada and with the Pan Ams in Toronto. It was. It just seemed. Uh, it just seemed perfect, and you know, it, it ended up being perfect. So you know, coming home with a gold and in Saskatoon um, was was great. And then you know, putting the uh, the icing on the cake in in Toronto at the at the Pan Ams was yeah, it was pretty special. Yeah, somebody had an okay tournament in Saskatoon, didn't they? I mean, final game. <laughs> <laughs> We're not allowed to yeah, mention somebody, it. But... Somebody did okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please don't mention it. I know. Uh, I gotta. I gotta bring up the Pan Am games because uh, Mace was on here and told us a story. Uh, I want to hear it firsthand. <laughs> yeah, the the haircut story. Yeah, yeah. that was a uh, yeah, what. Was, <laughs> me and Mace. Me and Mace decided to go down to this uh, yeah high end barber uh, that they had at the at the Athletes Village, and uh, he went first, and he got his haircut, and he was kind of sitting there waiting for me, and you know, yeah, I think it was like the first the first swipe. You just you know you could just hear it just uh, <laughs> and. 
his face just lit up. I, I could tell like, his eyes got big as toonies. And out, <laughs> out comes the phone, and he's been, <laughs> he couldn't wait to take pictures and videos. And oh, yeah, Barbara, oh, don't worry, I'll fix you up. I'll fix you up. There wasn't a stitch of hair left on my head when I was done. <laughs> I remember my parents come to see me after, and they were like, what happened to your hair? <laughs> I, looked like I, I looked like I was bald. But uh, yeah, that's the, so that, great. That, like the paparazzi he couldn't wait to get his phone out and everybody in the team seen the pictures before before my haircut was done for sure so. what did the boys say when you get back <laughs> oh sean clary still talks about it he still has that picture on his phone <laughs> he'll, he'll send it to me every once in a while <laughs> just just that's it just send that picture of the haircut on the phone from the phone so oh, yeah I, it was it was uh, the the running joke for the rest of the week for sure oh. hey opie do us a favor and text sean clary and ask him to come on our podcast <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah is he ducking you too is he He's yeah, there's three of them. Yeah, but the Sandy, thing is, Adam, and Sean. See, the thing is, there's no way Sean's going to do our podcast before Hilly and Lolly. I can tell you that much. Oh, fuck Hilly and Lolly. I'm sick of Hilly and Lolly. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, uh, of course, you just mentioned after this, you were uh, you called it quits. But <laughs> how did you get convinced to go go to go with Kitchener in 2018? Well, I think we were talking about Bud Lights earlier. Yeah, I knew it was it. It's funny, funny what a few beer around the boys will do, eh? <laughs> yeah, we went to, uh, I think it was a, a diaper party or something for uh, for Shalesy, actually. And it was over at Mark Johnson's house. And Dale Levy was there. And obviously, MJ and, and Shales and Mulally and myself. And obviously, you start talking ball. And <clears throat> that was uh, that was the year that uh, Kitchener was hosting the uh the world's there and Mulally was on that team and Cleary and Boland. And, um, at that time, I think LZ was a possibility of playing on that team. So I was just sitting there and, and Lolly just kind of mentioned, it. he says, Hey, what's, uh, what's the chances of you coming back and playing? And the wife was there. And I kind of, <laughs> well, you don't ask me, ask her like, you know, I, I'd, I'd, I'd come and play. Everything's, you know, everything's an hour away. And I think it was like a two or three weekend commitment for the year. It was, you know, right up my alley. So I said, uh, yeah, let me, let me talk to her. And, uh, miraculously she said, yeah, sure. No, go ahead. So I, I called right away. I said, yep, I'm in. Yep. Sign me up. Let's go. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So that was it. I, I figured I better try and get, because I hadn't picked up a, a glove or a bat in three years. So I figured I better Christ. give one of the, the local teams a call and get, get a couple games in before, <laughs> before the world. So, and then you go and get first team all world after three years <laughs> off. Come on, man. Come on. I remember the first the first game I think we played against Shakespeare. I think that's I think I had two or two home runs that game or whatever. So, you know, thank I thank I had a good game one of those uh, first games because it kinda the wheels fell off near the end, but <laughs> I can picture all the the boys were probably like, "Are you serious right now?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I heard a few. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome, man. So, so that like now that now that you're done, I mean, anything you look back on and you're like, "Man, that like, I can't believe you know I I got to do all this while while I was playing." Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of stuff. Like you know, like I said, with the traveling, like um, there's not too many places in the world that I haven't been. Um, you know, thanks to ball. And, um, obviously the, you know, when, when you're going in the, the flights is all taken care of in the hotels. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. All, and then on top of that, all the people you get to meet, right? Like yeah, of it, course. It, the, the game is, uh, it's such a unique game that, uh, we've talked about it. There's not too many, you know, pardon the language, but there's not too many assholes in the game. If you're, you know, if you don't fit in, if you, if you're not a team first kind of guy, then there, there's usually no place for you in the game. Yeah, 100%. So yep. it's, uh, it's a great game and you get to meet a lot of uh, great people. And I got so many uh, great memories from, from playing. 
Yeah. I mean, I've said it on here a lot of times. I mean, with softball fraternity, it's, it's like a brotherhood. It really is. Whether, you know, you, whether you play with somebody or you play against them, once you play against them, like it's, you see them every year type yeah. thing and say, Hey, yep. what's up? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, and that goes uh, beyond borders too, right? Like mm. all the, yeah. the, the that you played with the Aussies, the, the Argentinians, whatever, you know, you, you run into them years later and you know, it, it does take long and you're in the beer tent and telling stories and, you know, like you never skipped a beat. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Love it. Now, love it. Love it. Before we get to player association, we can't let you go mm-hmm. <laughs> without telling the story of, uh, you know, inviting a few of the buys over to Hagerville's arena for a country dance <laughs> during the term story. Cause that story is epic. And I mean, some of our listeners may not have heard of it. Oh uh, yeah. There's, yeah. <laughs> it's a small tournament in, uh, in Jarvis. And, uh, yeah, I think all the boys were playing for Frankenmuth at that time. And I was playing for Jarvis and, um, they all came down and they were staying at a hotel in Simcoe, I think it was. And I said, uh, yeah, there's a, uh, a dance. It's a stag. Well, I, I think it was a country dance or a stag and doe or something was going on, but we were going out and I said, you guys should, you know, you guys should pop out. It'll be a good time. And you know, they said, yeah, sure. We'll come over a couple drinks. And I remember Mulally, um, his face just lit right up. I think it was <laughs> one box or 30 bucks or something like that for, for all you can drink or so many tickets and you serve yourself. Right. And he could, he couldn't believe it. He goes, here to pour drinks. I said, no, you just pour them yourself. There's a bottle, a couple of bottles of rum and you know, whatever. And Oh boy. And that's, uh, that's where things <laughs> went squirrely. So ne- yeah, next thing you know, I don't know who it was, was outside. And one of the boys came in and said, Oh, somebody saying something about Newfoundland out there. And that was the end of it. So, <laughs> and that's what I, I, when I told him before I came, I said, you know, whatever you do, just, you know, just don't get in any fights. Like I know everybody, <laughs> it's a small town. Like all my friends are going to be there. Like just, just don't fight. It's uh, you know, not a, <laughs> apparently that, <laughs> that didn't happen. So they got into a little dust up at the end of the night and yeah, sure enough, I knew a few of them that were in it. So it was, uh, and then I seen them all the next morning and all their knuckles were bruised up and banged up. Oh yeah. Just this classic, classic. <laughs> Molly and Hill and the boys. <laughs> the, the best part of the whole story for me was, you know, the next morning when you had to play against them and they were doing their warm up and all they could see, they'd see you walking over and they're like, oh, oh no, yeah. Opie's mad. <laughs> Here comes dad, eh? Yeah. And then what's even better is that you found out Bradley started the whole thing. Yeah, Bradley has never said a word in his life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was old at the time. They came, they came back to my house after the tournament because their flight didn't have to leave and Molly brought his guitar and he was singing some songs. We were having a bunch of beers and you know brad yeah i don't think bradley said a word like i, I didn't <laughs> i didn't know if he could talk or i thought he was a mute at that time but yeah apparently the story comes out later he started it all so he can talk shit yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> oh, fuck. oh man that story i laugh every time i hear it anyway hope you let's get to uh player association mm-hmm. i'm gonna throw out some names for you and sure. you can elaborate on each if you desire <laughs> first one Andrew Fibbs. Yeah, Fibsy. He was uh, uh he was uh, the guy who obviously he won us a lot of a lot of titles, especially back in midget junior. Like you know, he was nobody could touch him, so it was pretty easy to play uh, pr- play shortstop back then. But then you know when things progressed and and we went into senior and maybe he wasn't the number one guy or whatever, and a lot of people uh, um, didn't uh, think much of him or whatever. He would come in and he would shut everybody down and for him to be on the mound there in that final game and um you know yeah coming in against patty shannon and jody yate with bases loaded and you know ryan wolf i think was the last out in that game and you know, it just goes to show you you know what kind of what kind of player he was and what kind of competitor he was so Absolutely. always good to always good to have him on your side that's for sure yep no doubt 
uh, Donnie Scott. Donnie, yeah, Donnie's pretty much the same way. You give Donnie, Donnie you give Donnie the ball uh, at the beginning of the week, and uh, you, you'd be tough to get it back out of his hands. See uh, that that tournament that we had in two thousand and um, two thousand eleven, um, when he went wire to wire and one MVP pitcher, and um, just pretty much carried the team on his back that tournament. That's that's Donnie Scott to a T. He's uh, you won't find a better competitor than Donnie. I, I'll never forget the first time I saw him pitch, and I was like. Holy shit! He throws zip, hard. Zip, zip, yeah, yeah. it's hard to believe that's coming out of that little guy. Yeah, it's like three apples well, off the ground. And guy, you know, if you look at his arms, they're not little. But no, it's like Popeye. Yeah, yeah. tiny Popeye. Yeah, that's it. man, he could snap it. Holy shit! Yeah, he could. Uh, next, next we have uh, Paul Court. Yeah, Cordy. Cordy's one of my favorite guys. Uh, I used to room with him um, when we used to play. And uh, yeah, funny, uh, quick-witted, quirky, uh, loves to have a good time. But another guy, uh, you can give the ball to him and he'll he'll pitch until his arm falls off. And those are the kind of guys that you want to play behind. Those are the kind of guys that make you want to uh, make you want to do better and, and try harder. Yeah, he was he was definitely one of those guys. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, two more here. Uh, Brad Rona. Yeah, Brad Rohner, he was he was uh, he was the ultimate leader. Um, he, he was another guy that uh, he he liked to have. A, he he was fun, um, a different kind of fun than maybe a, a Steve Malali or some of those other. <laughs> guys. You know, he 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 liked to keep it light and have a good time. But uh, yeah, he he was very serious and, like I said, brought a very professional attitude to the team. Um, and you talk about a big game player like mm-hmm. you look back on any of the IC championships any ISF championships uh you could pretty much guarantee Brad Rona had at least one home run maybe a couple yeah in, in all games like he was just the the ultimate big game player yeah absolutely and last but certainly not least Brandon Horn <laughs> Brandon Horn yeah I started playing with Horny I think in uh in junior he came over from Scarborough uh I played short. He played second. We stayed there uh, pretty much our whole careers uh, and then into the national team. And uh, another guy just loved to have a good time. Um, uh, very funny. Could fit in with anybody. Uh, and, and just uh, like I said before, when I was talking about him, he, he, he's the kind of guy that would, you know, stop the ball with his teeth and throw a guy out. Like he didn't care. He'd, he looked like a goalie half the time, you know, sticking <laughs> legs out and you know, sticking, sticking arms out and everything else. And he, whatever he had to do to win and whatever he had to do to, uh, to make a play. Uh, yeah, he was doing it. He was, uh, he was, he was a great guy to play with for sure. Awesome. And you know, what's crazy is the fact that, you know, you guys started in junior and then, yeah, stuck and, together. It's like, and you know, on the national team together and yeah. like that's mm-hmm. that's unprecedented yeah yeah it is it's a it's 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 crazy to think about it like uh i i forget sometimes when people bring it up like oh yeah you guys played together a while and uh, you start thinking yeah we played together for like you know 15 years pretty much uh yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's wild yeah actually that that just reminded me of something made me laugh because uh to, today i listened to your well i listened to your podcast with hilly and lolly like when it came out back then but i let's do it on the way to work this morning i finished up on the way home today and mm-hmm. uh i had to laugh when uh it, lolly said they were like you know did you guys have signals like open your mouth with each other <laughs> and you're like no i just 
told Horny, you you got the bag. Yeah, he, <laughs> it, it took him maybe a year of playing together, and he just knew he was just like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm taking everything. <laughs> he had the bag, he had the bunt, he was covering first. He yeah. <laughs> with me, that's for sure. Oh shit, that's awesome. <laughs> well, Obi man, I gotta you know I gotta thank you for coming on here. I mean, no, you know, big part of the game here in the country, and uh, it's you know being able to have you on. It's been it's been awesome to talk to you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you guys having me on. And uh, like I said, I love listening to your guys' podcasts and, and the Dinos and Hilly and Lollies and mm-hmm. keeping up what's going on in the game and hearing these uh, stories from some of the guys that uh, that I played with and played against for a bunch of years. It's uh, it's great keeping up that way. So uh, thank you guys. Right on. And listen, I, I, I know you told Hilly and Lolly that you had to get back to Newfoundland, uh, you know, with the family for a vacation. Uh, mm-hmm. Nationals is a good trip. <laughs> yeah if anybody needs a coach let me know yeah <laughs> hey man i'll step aside he stands fast on right here <laughs> yeah absolutely anyway opie thanks again pal all right take care fellas. take care Obi. yeah bye now see, see you later man. what a beauty <laughs> yeah 100 percent. oh man i love the like it's funny i i heard the stories today listen to yeah, dust up and everything and yeah. and do you work at all or no okay go ahead uh, yeah <laughs> no I, don't, I do work Come i know on. i'm just kidding my boss listened to this and he's like what the fuck he doesn't work yeah <laughs> <laughs> no like i said i was on my way to work and uh, I, you listen you don't have to explain to me it's i hard. know anyway yeah. but uh being able to hear those stories that, that's the beauty of our game there's so many stories 100 man so many stories. Well, he even said it he loves hearing them yeah that's so great oh man i love the sport so much yeah so uh, what else we got to go? Not much, bud. Hockey's over, as I mentioned to you. A ball starting up uh, next Wednesday. I'm looking forward to it. Um, hopefully the weather starts getting warmer. It's supposed to be minus 12 with the wind chill tonight, so that's not the greatest. But <laughs> Let's go. Batting practice right now. Let's <laughs> yeah. <go. laughs> yeah. Uh, looking forward to the guys. Are, the guys start next week, too, next Wednesday. Senior team. Oh yeah, for two hours. Thanks, man. From seven to nine. I didn't get that mem- memo. Well, it's on the group chat. No, I look at everything. You just <laughs> didn't send it to me. I am. I get. I, I understand that. Okay. Anyway, yeah. All right, man. Anyway, oh, I gotta say, I think it's not my birthday. We maybe uh, got more Mark Sorensen in the works here uh, coming up in a couple weeks. What? Yep. For reals. For reals. Nice. So uh, that is an absolute big podcast. Uh, Talking to one of one of the greatest of all time in the game. Absolutely. And uh, you know, can't wait to can't wait to give pick. me a good heads up on when you're doing that though. Okay, so yeah. you're just saying, Hey, can you come tonight at six? <laughs> yeah, it's Sunday and supper time. Oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no big deal. Anyway, again, uh Tidefest. Tidefest tournament, yep. July fifteenth, seventeenth. Yeah, if you're interested, just hey please, please Ontario teams, message. come on down. I mean, it's gonna be a great week. Absolutely. End. Weekend. And uh yeah i guess uh with that follow us on instagram twitter facebook all that good jazz spotify follow all that (laughs) there i'm just rhyming out stuff good luck in your playoff game tonight randy anyway thanks again everybody for listening take care take care Again, Mike's pissed off. Rhyme for a year, think he's all hip hop. Well, excuse me, please, Mr. Ten Year Veteran. It looks like the fame might be going to your head again. Look, what? I had it up to here, always talking me down. Boss me round, scared I'm taking your crown. Not even in the slightest. Yeah, we'll see. Man, you wouldn't write shit if it wasn't for me. You would have no CDs, no free beats, no trips. You ain't grateful for none of that shit. Wait, run it back, kid. You ain't paid me a buck. Why you think I never ever had money for that stuff? Cause you 
can't keep a job Man, neither can you I left home in 98, mom, pa's still your crew Fuck it, I'll get personal, put it in perspective you? Grew up with a silver spoon, never learned a lesson Everything was handed to you That wasn't my choice, mom and dad only had enough money to put in one void And that's me, more skill, more sick, more ill, more spit, more flow Let's go, no joke, no bro, let me tell them how it really is I'm more ill, more balanced, more real and more talent Because in Man, I thought you were an MC. Yeah, I spit raw and sing a smooth melody. I'm all talented. You stick to the basics. You find what you're good at and never ever change. Yeah, it. I found what I'm good at. I say I got a formula, still keep it fresh. Not the same old boring stuff. Every day you call though. So things never change Yeah, I'm still getting hand downs Just got my first pair of hammer pants now You a second-rate rapper What? Getting better? Cause I rhyme for a year and your boys think I'm better Oh, I'll give you credit You can rhyme, but you only just don't Are you downsizing? Maybe need more room because of additions to the family Or possibly seeking that dream home you've always wanted well, Tim Eisner at Royal LePage Atlantic is the guy for you. With a proven track record and multiple awards, Tim goes above and beyond to find out your needs and exactly what you're looking for. So if you're seeking a new home or trying to sell your current one, contact Tim at 902-499-5717 or check him out on Facebook at Tim Eisner. Again, that's 902-499-5717. Trust me, when all is said and done, we'll be saying Tim Eisner strikes again.